welcome to another episode of new age life podcast and today i have the beautiful <laughs> bridget kavanov is it the correct pronunciation <laughs> close it's kavan okay so can you tell us about yourself yeah so i've been working in the cannabis industry for over two years now. I'm from California, where it has... So, for those of you who don't live in California, this plant grows natively. You know, you walk around in the woods, you are pretty likely to find one or two of these. Um, it's always been extremely easy to find and really is more commonly used than alcohol. So you're going to find more smokers and drinkers in this part of the country. And uh, five years ago, in 2016, recreational cannabis was finally legalized, and that's the industry that I work in. Okay. So, did you study agriculture or anything related to that? Uh, no, actually. So, I sort of fell into this by accident. Um, I was going back to school and I had spoken to the manager of this dispensary to see if I could run some community workshops, uh, helping people in the community learn about this plant. And some, so like uh, I, I got hired, but I had to wait a couple months to start because I had a class to teach in the meantime. And then by the time I got there, that guy was gone. And everyone said, uh, well, they, they said, do you want to work in marketing? And I said, sure, I can figure that out. So I've been doing that, <laughs> been working in marketing for, uh, it'll be almost two and a half years soon. Okay. Yeah, purely by accident. <laughs> okay, and you are still there? I am still there. <laughs> okay, so that means you enjoy the work. Yeah, um, I ended up actually not going back to school because it turns out I really like it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, so then that means you studied there about this plant. Um, yeah, so I learned everything kind of on the job. Um, but also, you know, you learn a lot by osmosis growing up around here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even as a kid, I knew a lot of people who were growers. Growing cannabis is really uh, a generational thing, especially as you get further north um, into the, because Northern California is a better habitat for this stuff. So you'll have a lot of people who, um, I mean, the best stuff in the world is coming out of the Emerald Triangle, which is up that way. And you'll have people who, you know, learned it from their parents, who learned it from their parents, who learned it from their parents, just going way back. So you pick stuff up just living here. So, uh, what generally this plant was it? What is it used for? Yeah, so cannabis can be used for a lot of different things. Uh, it has um, a so it has some compounds in it that are called cannabinoids, and what they do is they work on the endocannabinoid system. Which um, I'm not a doctor, so um, <laughs> it'll do my I've best. I've never so heard that great. type of system. Yeah, so the endocannabinoid system is part of your nervous system and it affects your mood and it affects your health in a variety of areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the two major cannabinoids, um, which are compounds that work on the endocannabinoid system, the two major ones that you'll find in the cannabis plant are THC uh, and CBD. So THC is the one that gets you, that actually gets you high. 
um, but it has medicinal uses as well. So many people say that, um, many people find that THC is able to help them, help give them pain relief. And what we're seeing in the United States is the states that, so as states, okay, so cannabis is still federally <laughs> illegal. Uh, it's, it's not legal according to our federal government, but um, states, individual states are legalizing it. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a piecemeal approach. Um, I think India is the same way. Um, it's very odd, but um, what we're seeing is that as each state legalizes, um, the rates of opioid use, opioid abuse, and opioid overdoses are actually decreasing, which is notable because for a long time now, the United States has been in what we call an opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the major factors in reducing the negative consequences of that. Um, and then CBD is, so CBD is present in hemp and marijuana. Um, it is an anti-inflammatory, so it's good for you know a variety of conditions that involve inflammation because it can help treat that symptom. Um, it doesn't do a lot for pain relief, but um, you know a lot of people swear by it for arthritis, other stuff. Again, I'm not a doctor, but a lot of people swear Traditional by it. Traditional medicine. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say I used uh, CBD. I gave a lot of CBD to um, an elderly cat that I used to have, RIP. Um, but um, she had her, she lived with arthritis for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and started giving her CBD. Mm-hmm. Her condition like really improved. So I think there's a lot to this. And I'm really excited to see, you know, the science continue to expand on this. Um, for all of us to learn more about what this plant can do because it's pretty amazing. <laughs> so the company where you work, what do they do with the plants? Yeah, so I work for a company called Peoples and uh, it is based in California, only in California, because uh, the way the laws work, uh, it's crazy, the way the laws work, um, you have to basically form a supply chain from seed to sale uh, <laughs> in each that you work in because you cannot move anything across state borders mm-hmm. like if, if we had a store in oregon we could not take the cannabis that's grown in california and sell it there okay uh, it's not <laughs> so we're only in california and um boy it really is like i said seed to sale so there are farms there's manufacturing and there's a retail store which actually just got acquired uh, by a different company but for now it's all it's all people's <laughs> So it's a small scale uh, business. Well, the farms are very large. And the thing is California, even though we're only in one state, California, California is like, California by itself is one of the top 10 economies in the world. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. uh, even though it's only limited to one state, it's it's actually like a huge enterprise. So the farms, there's they're massive. There's a lot going on there. Um, the manufacturing and distribution wing, I think, is a little smaller. Um, and then the retail does really good business, but uh, so far it's only here in Southern California. Wow. So you are lucky to get the opportunity to work in a place where it's only in California. Yeah, it's it's really cool because everything we stock on our shelves is, you know, grown locally. 
is it's necessarily grown locally and it's the, the legal cannabis industry has created all these incredible job opportunities uh, in California farming communities and it's really revitalizing them which is so exciting so you know like in the past um, when it came to the issue of this plant it, you know generally people used to use it illegally to get high and then it would cause health issues you know so many problems so generally that is what people have i mean it it has been like in their mentality that this plant is not good you know mm-hmm. yeah so there was a lot of propaganda that went around um you know saying that cannabis would cause or would do certain things that it, it actually doesn't um i don't know if you're familiar with reefer madness but it is a public service announcement that used to be shown to high school students about mm-hmm. how marijuana would make you crazy and murder people uh, and my mom actually was shown that movie in her health class wow. so <laughs> yeah and she's not that old so um there's a lot of people who grew up uh, learning about it from that angle which is I mean honestly reefer badness is a hundred percent untrue <laughs> um, so there's a lot of misinformation floating around some of it is malicious like that but some of it is accidental because a lot of the people in the cannabis industry and a lot of people who love smoking cannabis eating it using it um, they kind of come up with folk theories for stuff and then they'll kind of spread it around as fact so that's not malicious, but it is also a, a, a contributing factor to the amount of information that goes around cannabis that is just not exactly true. Like um, a lot of people say it, ca- it cures cancer, which is a big statement, <laughs> not what wow. I would ever say. Um, some studies have indicated that it can reduce symptoms for some cancers, but that is <laughs> a very different thing than saying that cancer is a complicated (laughs) issue yeah um and then also um i'd say even if uh, there are certainly some people who um are using cannabis to such a large amount and so consistently that it is to their detriment but i'd say even in that case legal cannabis is a good thing for our society because what we're what we're doing is we're providing safe Uh, material for them to consume. So illegal cannabis is not subject to consumer safety procedures. Uh, It's not subject to testing. Legal licensed cannabis stores like People's, um, we have to do that to maintain our license. So anything that you buy at a store like People's, you are assured um, does not have unsafe heavy metal content, does not have unsafe Uh, pesticide content and for something that you're smoking that stuff is really important yeah yeah so um can you like tell what type of health benefits it has yeah absolutely so um you know we were talking about thc earlier that can that can really help a lot of people with pain relief Mm-hmm. Um, and then CBD, of course, is great for inflammation. Um, there are other, there's so many cannabinoids in the plant uh, that can do so much. Um, there is CBN, which in conjunction with THC. Um, so a lot of studies are showing right now that uh, THC and CBN, um, when you are using them together, can actually help you sleep, which is really great. 
Um, there's also, uh, the plant's also full of terpenes. And um, so I, I bet you know a lot about aromatherapy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Aromatherapy. So you know about terpenes. Yeah. So yeah, like the, uh, the different scents in the air, how they affect, how they can affect somebody's mental situation, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, this plant is just full of different terpenes. Um, and so, and you know, you you have like limonene, myrcene, uh, linalool. Oh gosh, what else? Um, just like, you know, chock full of that sort of stuff. Uh, those are the same compounds that you'll find in essential oils. Um, and they all have their own potential health benefits. Wow. So so there, there's a large like array of health benefits. Because usually, yeah. usually people have only talked about the negative, especially because like obviously anything that is taken in excess is not good for the health so usually people only used to take this negatively i think it's only recently that people have started realizing that it is not all bad yeah the cannabis plant has been used um by so many societies it has been so highly valued for you know going so far back historically and it's not for no reason there's a lot to it and i'm so glad that we finally get to explore that now so what about uh, coronavirus? <laughs> um, it cannot do anything for coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you have coronavirus, I would advise that you do not smoke anything. <laughs> <laughs> because last year when the pandemic started, everybody, all the people, they were like saying that this, must, this medicine can cure the coronavirus. Another person will say his own medicine. You know, it was crazy last year. Yeah, it was. Um, I will say with with the lockdowns, um, a lot of people started buying a lot more cannabis to smoke. But I think that's just (laughs) because they were stressed. They were just stressed. It's good for for stress. I'll I'll say that. But um, yeah, everybody was stressed. Yeah, but it's not going to cure coronavirus. If anyone is telling you that it can cure coronavirus, they're trying to sell you something, so be careful. Yeah, so if, so if anybody thinks that this plant can cure coronavirus, let's tell them that no. <laughs> yeah, so I, that I would like to say, show that. me the study that said that, because I want to read that study, because I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, I would say get the vaccine. <laughs> Are you vaccinated? I am vaccinated. Um, most of my coworkers are vaccinated as well. Uh, we live in an area of the country where there's um, a lot of uh, many. So we live in Orange County, um, and uh, the reputation Orange County has, rightfully so, is that people don't like to get vaccinated and don't trust science. Um, yeah, and- there's a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the the issue of like going back to the office, you know, there's a lot of debate going on. Yeah, we have been in the office um, pretty much the whole time, um, but we have like a really nice spread out office, so that's been all right. Um, We do have flexible work work from home policies. Um, Mm -hmm. Most of my coworkers are vaccinated regardless. um, did get coronavirus, but um, this industry tends to be pretty young, and um, people who work in cannabis tend to be pretty health conscious. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, no one was really at, no one, no one I worked with was really high risk. The people who did get coronavirus uh, recovered pretty well. Um, I do know other people, of course, who got coronavirus and unfortunately passed away. Yeah. Um, A lot I of do. people. Yeah, um, luckily not um, in my industry, but certainly, you know, in my personal life, yeah, I do. It's very serious. I would um, I would recommend people take every health precaution that, that is available to them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this plant is it grown outside? When you talk about farm, it is grown outside or in a greenhouse or how? Yeah. So actually, um, there are a ton of different environments to grow it in. So um, there are outdoor farms. Uh, we do have some outdoor farms. There's a greenhouse. We have one of those. There is an indoor farm as well. Um, I don't think we have that anymore, but um, we used to have an indoor farm and um, there's you know, advantages and disadvantages to both. Um, the indoor farm was out in the desert. Um, in that area, um, you're not really gonna be able to grow so much stuff outside. <laughs> um, it's so hot and so dry. So that made yeah. sense for there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, if um, if you're doing a greenhouse grow or an outdoor grow, um, most of the state is suitable for that. Mm -hmm. um, California grows, um, does, no, 80%, California grows most of the country's fruits and nuts. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have just so much like beautiful, fertile, arable land and all that is great for growing cannabis too. Because when I saw your picture, it's like you were in a greenhouse, right? Something yeah, indoors. And those were the plants. Yeah, that one is a greenhouse. So that is, um, it's pretty traditional, but it also has some supplemental lighting. Um, the supplemental lighting is pretty new, but boy, you should see the difference it was making. There are, um, there were plants. Okay, mm -hmm. so they weren't even mature yet. They were like over a month away from being mature, but um, the, the, the colas on them, um, mm -hmm. like, you know, the, the bud, the stuff that you, you, would, you would smoke, um, mm -hmm. it was like this. It was like an arm. It was like my arm. <laughs> like, that's how big they were. Uh, these girls are crazy. Uh, we have just incredible farmers with just such unbelievable levels of knowledge working on this stuff. California is awesome. <laughs> wow. So yeah. how long does it take for the plant to mature? <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I I wish I could answer that. I don't know. Um, okay. we, if, you're, if you're an efficient grower, you can get two harvests a year. Um, I, I don't know if that really answers, that doesn't really answer the question, but um, if you're an efficient grower, you can get two harvests a year. So maybe like six months, maybe less. Okay. So uh, six months, that means at a time, a lot has to be grown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe uh, two thousands <laughs> of them have to be grown. Yeah. Um, I mean, California produces probably tens, I mean, probably easily tens of millions of cannabis plants per year. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, I know, pe people has a, people's has definitely a, a decent share of that. <laughs> so, um, 
when when the plants mature then they are like is it what is done to the plant after they mature yeah so after the plants are mature um uh, they'll then be picked and cured so we will dry them uh to a certain moisture level and then after that point um they will be trimmed so there are um some skilled trimmers who also work with some uh helpful machines um to get everything um well i guess i should okay so have you ever been to a vineyard no or no <laughs> actually not really a vineyard but um like a grape farm so i i guess that might be a little more helpful so grapes kind of grow in clusters um yeah. and then you'll have um you know like leaves mm. and um so you know when you're when when someone is uh picking grapes they have to make sure that it's trimmed in such a way that the clusters kind of like look the way customers are expecting and there's no uh extra leaves on the material. Um so that's what the cannabis trimmers do. Okay. Okay. So and then after they trim the plant then it is packaged and uh, sent to the clients. Yeah, so so yeah, then after that it can be uh well we actually mostly sell in bulk to other companies. So actually <laughs> it's kind of funny. Most of the brands in most of the legal licensed cannabis brands in California uh either source from Peoples or have sourced from Peoples in the past. Mm-hmm. Um and so we'll we'll usually just kind of sell them bags of cannabis. <laughs> so, um I went to the warehouse once it was incredible. Um uh, basically mm. walk in and there are bags that are like 7 feet tall. Wow. Um, yeah, and like 4 feet wide and they are full to the top of cannabis nugs. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. So, so that's their transport. <laughs> so the plants they don't spoil, I mean when they are uh, stored like that. So um the curing process is what prevents that from happening. So we remove uh, enough moisture to prevent them from spoiling later. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but but if if there's a grower who's not properly curing, then it can definitely happen that plants end up growing mold on them. Mm-hmm. Um that is certainly a problem in that's that's certainly a problem for many growers. It's a big bugbear. Yeah, yeah. So the type of clients that uh, I mean the companies who buy this plant from uh, from your company like do you have any any idea what do they do with it yeah so they'll they could do really any number of things so they might sell the flower um that's what we call it <laughs> uh they might sell the flower um in like a little jar here I'll uh, I'll go grab some product samples <laughs> oh wow that's great here we are going to see some product samples of this plant so uh, hopefully we will know that uh, this plant is not as bad as how it has been shown over the years of course people have been using it like a drug but as how everything is in this world everything has a positive and negative side 
So uh, yeah, so <laughs> we are ready to see the sample. All right, so um, here is, it's mostly empty, but here's a jar of flour. Um, so this is from a brand called Claiborne, uh, which people sells. Um, we're not, um, I don't know if we're affiliated, but um, I don't think so. But uh, Claiborne is a local company. They actually grow their own stuff uh, indoors, I believe, um, in Riverside County. So this jar is mostly empty, uh, but you can see what it looks like. Um, they've got like a nice little label on the top and then um let's see so let me get out a nug all right um i hope that's focused <laughs> okay so that looks like a tiny rock yeah so um i'm holding it by the stem okay um there's like a little bit of stem material here and uh the green part is the bud, uh, of course, and, and those, you can see these like, I don't know if you can see, there's these little like orange bits. Um, yeah, so yeah, are, yeah. Yeah, so those are pistols. So that's part of the reproductive system. Okay. Um, and I, I didn't mention this before, but um, only female plants will grow these. <laughs> okay, that's good yeah. to know. <laughs> Yeah, so um, if you have like a man, if you're a grower and you have a bunch of male plants, uh, that's bad news bears. Uh, you don't want that. <laughs> so I that's guess that's bad news for the guys, you know? Yes, yes, bad news <laughs> for the guys. Uh, yeah, they're uh, unfortunately uh, the the men are pretty useless uh, when it comes to cannabis plants. <laughs> um, <laughs> So there's a couple things you can do with flour like that. Um, let me open this up. Ah, okay, so these are all childproof packages, so they're very hard to open. <laughs> oh, shoot, I'm gonna get a pair of scissors. Oh, well, this is really an interesting topic, and uh, I hope uh, you are all enjoying this. And, uh, and not only about the enjoyment, but also getting the knowledge about all these uh, things that nature has provided us with and uh, which are beneficial for us. Um, so here's one thing that you can do with, oh gosh, can I get this open? <laughs> okay. Push them and then pull this. Okay. <laughs> uh, Childproof packaging um, keeps the kids out. Uh, usually keeps me out too. So um, in this case, what they did was they put the flour in a grinder and they um, got into smaller portions um, and then they rolled it up like this. So this is ready to smoke. It can be thought that way. And then um, another thing that um, you can do with it is you can process it into an oil, kind of like an essential oil. Um, and then you can use that oil to create edible products. So these are gummies. Mm -hmm. um, here is like an individual. So that wow. is, uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're delicious. They taste so good. Oh, um, wow. Have you tasted it? <laughs> uh, many times, yes. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That is some of the stuff that you can find in California and um, other states in the United States. And um, you shouldn't be able to find them in other countries, but I bet you can. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I am sure anybody can, you know. Yeah, well, it's um they're pre- uh so I know Plus um they operate in a couple of different states. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And um Claiborne, not sure about them. I think Miss Grass is in So, depending on where you live, you might be able to find that stuff. Okay. Okay, that's great. It was it was great knowing about your work and this uh, cannabis industry. you know i i i was really interested uh when i saw your profile you know okay. and i was like thinking that this is something it had there has to be something different about it because as you you yourself know that many people have like you know been against using this plant saying that it's is a drug and you know but like now that you have spoken and you have shown the product so hopefully people will listen to your talk and then they will hopefully understand that it's not all that bad mm-hmm. yeah you know it, it is a drug but so is caffeine so is alcohol so is aspirin and there are certain things that we see the benefit of and that we you know don't that we've decided not to stigmatize and then there's cannabis which has really gotten uh this very unfair bad rap for so long and i'm glad that's finally changing yeah yeah so you said that it is legal in california and not in other states yes um so many states will allow you to do it if you get a doctor's prescription um but there are two states i think i think there are two states left that uh won't let you do it no matter what so that's alabama mm-hmm. uh, and i think i didn't know So um if you're in like New York oh gosh did they Okay so some uh how it used to work here in California before they legalized it recreationally it was still super easy to buy but what you had to do is you had to go to a shady doctor uh who would <laughs> who would prescribe you marijuana and oh you had to pay like a year wow Uh no, none of that is necessary. You just go to the store. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, so hopefully the other states also they will make it legal maybe later in the future. Yeah, it really is silly. You know, people people will find a way to buy it regardless. Um there's really no reason to prevent people from doing it. Um alcohol is legal in every state and I I mean cannabis is is clearly a lot less harmful than alcohol because um how many people have died from cannabis over overdose? I think you die of smoke inhalation first. <laughs> well, I don't know the statistics. <laughs> If you know the statistics, making maybe you can give us an idea. Um I I think there's like one person who a coroner um determined had somehow died from cannabis overdose. I don't know how that's possible. Um <laughs> but but boy, I I don't know how he did it. Um but you know, one person out of uh millions and millions and millions of people who have tried it. I <laughs> maybe one person. Um uh, versus alcohol, which um you know, big difference there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Many people I mean take a lot of alcohol over, you know. Yeah, over and drink and develop health issues and then they end up dying if they are not careful you know 
Yeah, it's it's just crazy how we've decided that, you know, it's like it's getting close to Christmas and we're going to start seeing all these advertisements on the TV and on billboards, you know, with Santa Claus drinking whiskey and stuff. And it's like, hey, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, you'll see that, but cannabis is still illegal in a couple of states. Like what? Like it's still federally illegal. It's, mm. it's, it's not that's so maybe you can uh, maybe you can make a propaganda to promote the health benefits of the plant yeah and uh, if your listeners want to learn more about that they should go to www.peoples p e o p l e s cali c a l i.com uh, and check out the blog where i did write a bunch of stuff about the health benefits of cannabis wow um, and some other stuff on the topic yeah yeah i will definitely include the link in uh, the description box and uh, would you like it if anybody would want to contact you directly like to your email yeah, sure. yeah absolutely so they can email me at uh, b Kavanaugh. that's b um gosh i should really have the name of the alphabet up um i'll just do my it's, it's b uh k a sorry b k a v a n a u g h at peoples p e o p l e i have your email address so oh perfect okay <laughs> yes uh can that's definitely- why i was saying that i would just put everything in the description box so that if anyone is interested in talking to you or getting to know about your company or getting to know about the benefits of the plant so uh, the person can easily get in contact yeah okay awesome sounds good um yeah there I, I hope they feel free to email me um i'm happy to answer any questions um, about anything i said today or just kind of cannabis in general um yeah absolutely um getting into the industry um well actually i don't know if i really have advice for that because it was sort of by accident in my case but <laughs> so you don't have any future plan to study or you will just keep on working here yeah, so I actually am currently getting my bachelor's degree, um, although I switched to doing it online. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm halfway through. Um, not gonna lie, it's really tough doing both. I know, I know. <laughs> in what? Um, in marketing. Oh, okay. So you are... <laughs> you... <laughs> You you job. Maybe maybe you are doing in something different. Uh, no, I I guess you know I, I like what I do. Um, I I was taking um, horticulture classes at the local community college before, hmm. um, but with uh, coronavirus and everything, most of that stuff is online. Um, and doing classes about plants online is sort of pointless. So I look forward to doing future, but I'm not doing it right now okay okay that's great and good luck for your uh, for your studies and thank you very much for your time it was really, really a pleasure to uh, have a uh, talk to you about this plant and like as i mentioned earlier i will put all the links in the description box so that if anybody is interested in getting more information or contacting you to ask questions they can do so yeah, absolutely. It was so great to meet you. I, I felt kind of bad for talking the whole time, but also that's the point of being on a podcast. So. Yeah, 
you don't need to feel bad i mean obviously you you are here to talk i am not the one doing the talking you are the one doing it so you you need all the time <laughs> well you had great questions okay. and uh, i really look forward to listening to it thanks so much okay thank you so um thank you for listening to this episode and i hope you enjoyed it and uh, i will see you in the next episode Thank you.